Hey, welcome back to Cosmic Connections. It's the third episode, which is insane, and I have a new friend today. Hi! I love that I literally <laughs> three seconds ago just said that I was going to say all of that, and then you're going to say hi, and then you did just say hi. It's weird with the names, because I'm expecting there to be something else, and there wasn't, so I was very taken by surprise. We're just friendly neighborhood gauchos now, according to Spotify. That's so sweet. I- Regardless, it's regardless, cute. regardless, it's cute. Hi, you still kind of don't know who I am, but like I've told people about it, so I guess like people do know it's me. Just like the friendly neighborhood Spider Man, no one knows who he is. <laughs> Imagine we actually have one on campus. A Spider Man. A Spider Man. That'd be awesome. Are we in the Marvel universe? Oh, that hurts. That that hurts so bad to say. Wait, is that thing still going on with Spider Man? I don't know. I don't pay attention. Thing with the, like, Marvel universe. Are you a superhero person? I, like, really enjoy Marvel, but it's one of those things where people get really angry at me when I say I like Marvel, but then realize that I haven't, like, seen every single movie and know every character's background story. So they're like, you're not a real fan. Oh, yeah. I get you. I can (laughs) still like Marvel, okay? I can still like superhero stuff. Okay, but regardless, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Ooh. 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 Roar XD. <laughs> this is what we're doing on Valentine's Day. Anyone who says chivalry is dead is wrong. That what we just did there. If you don't ooh, you have no chivalry. <laughs> chivalry is dead if you don't ooh. Anyways, um, we did a Valentine's Day haul. Oh yeah, can you can you do the haul? Yes. They can't see it, but it's great. You can't do the we, yeah, can't sh- can't see it. But our haul is we got we tried to find haul of bread, but we couldn't. So we got Hawaiian sweet rolls. Is this your first time eating Hawaiian sweet rolls? No. I Okay, maybe I haven't had them in roll version, but I've had the the kind of slices they make at the dining hall. Uh, mm. The the only times that I'll overload on bread at the dining hall is when there's Hawaiian sweet rolls quotation marks because it's really just slices and holla they had holla one time that was cool i mean we wanted holla today but i guess like all of the places in iv just really don't want to support shabbat i'm just kidding (laughs) i mean i feel like the food here isn't that exotic i kind of came in with low expectations for finding holla if we're gonna be honest do you think they'd have it at trader ho's Yes, they definitely have it at Trader Ho's. I'm almost positive they have it at Trader, Trader Ho's. Trader Ho's has challah? I think so. I feel like they They're should. They're Jewish. There's a Jewish store, isn't it? Is it? I think it is. My mom is, like, obsessed with it. And that, like, I think she told me it was Jewish at one point. It's, like, kosher. Do you know how much challah we're going to have on birthright, though? We're going to have so much. We're gonna so, so much challah. Dude, we're going to get, like, we're going to, like, this is going to be the time where we figure out if we're gluten-free. <laughs> we're either gonna like live to tell the tale or one of us is gonna die i mean do you think that <laughs> one of us is gonna die <laughs> it's like cause of death too much holla <laughs> she hollered too hard she hollered that's funny she hollered too hard yo i have i still have yet to wear my nice jewish girl socks and holla holla bad girl socks to shabbat dinner i know but next week we have we have persian themed shabbat which is going to be delicious because the parents are coming to cook and i'm so excited i'm so excited see this is what i mean about getting off track (laughs) let's go through our weeks oh my god how was my week 
Um, honestly, this week has felt like a year to me. I'm not even gonna lie. I woke up on Wednesday and I felt like it's been a month. And I usually feel that everyone I speak to is on the same wavelength as me when a when a day feels like a year or a week feels like a month. I feel like we all feel that. Do you feel that or no? Yes. No, I guess this that. week felt like a year to you. It's felt so long, but every week feels so long, honestly. Just when anyone says that, it's like, yep. Last week felt really long, too, and the week before that, but I get but you. But also, it's weird that the weeks feel really long, but this quarter's gone by really fast. Dude, we're already, ha- like, over In the grand scheme it. of things, it's just insane. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of being halfway through it, I fin- we finished the midterm crisis. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Honestly, this midterm season was a lot less harsh than last quarter's. I think it's just because we're both, like... In the swing of, are you feeling that? Like, was this? I feel like I went clinically insane if the only thing that brought me sanity was Papa Loves Mambo, <laughs> which we talked about last week. But like, yeah, I definitely don't think it went as great oh, for me as for you. That's a bummer. I just, I felt more like I knew what to do. I, yeah, I'm still getting the swing of how to study and stuff, obviously. But I felt like this is midterms. It's not the end of the world. You need to do well on them, but you know what to do. Yeah, um, when you realize that grades, I mean. I guess exams matter, but yeah, like you can, I think winter quarters has been like, it's interesting that winter quarters has been better for you, but worse for the majority of people. It is weird. Honestly, (laughs) I don't know why it's been so good for me. Like it's been really, it's, I like, I'm stressed. Obviously every college student is, but I'm doing really well, which is good. I'm, I'm not, I'm not falling apart. It's really nice. Um, I've been I've been kind of under the weather this week, uh, which has given me time to study and. Well, you didn't cough on my pillow, so we're all good. Hopefully, pillow. I'm not sick. Yep, I contained myself when I was here. I didn't cough on anything. Ooh woo, ooh woo. Ooh, woo. <laughs> you ooh woo. <laughs> that just sounds terrible out loud. <laughs> Everyone's gonna listen to this and be like. What? <laughs> a hoo woo? A woo? What are they? 12? A wahoo? A wahoo? <laughs> Hawaii? Hawaii? Um, um, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> um, okay, well, you're feeling better now, right? Yeah, I'm chilling now, but I, I didn't really do much of anything this week. So that's how my week has been. <laughs> Did we? I was going to say that the, the jam is healing you. It must be. Wait, we got the peach one, right? Yeah, we got So peach imagine jam. a Hawaiian sweet roll with peach jam. And then we also have vegan peanut butter chocolate chip dough. Cookie cookie dough. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Holes? No. Oh, well, in the movie. Are there holes? Yes. Oh, my God. You haven't seen Holes? Spelled Holes. H-O-L-E-S. About the guys who dig. The- oh, wait. I've seen. Yeah, I remember, remember something remember like splooge? that. Do you remember Splooge? I don't splooge? remember Splooge. Splooge. He, they find this jar of peach, like fermented peaches, in this upside down boat. And there's like a long backstory, and I can't go through it. But this is what I imagine it tastes like. This peach jam. I imagine this is what Splooge tastes like. I don't know if it's Splooge or Splooge. Next year when we have our house and we buy peach jam, I'm not gonna refer to it as peach jam, but I'm gonna refer to it as Splooge. Okay. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> 
Yo, I got the sploosh today. I got I got the sploosh, guys. Putting down my bread. Yo, can you hit me with the sploosh? Pass the sploosh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yo, me and you are going to be the only ones that actually want sploosh. But yeah. No one's going to know what we're talking about, but it's perfect. Like, we buy the gym. No one else is going to use it because we call it sploosh. Yeah, no one can take advantage of our sploosh. God fucking damn those assholes. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Don't take advantage of my sploosh. <laughs> we spent uh, our hard-earned money on the sploosh. Okay, but what I haven't been spending money on is coffee this week. I swear, Hillel has just been pulling through with all the coffee dates. And then I went to Starbucks for the spill the tea session, and I just walked up to them, and they placed my order, and it's the best pick-me-up in the middle of the day. It's insane. Are you going for sploosh? I'm going for some sploosh. She's getting sploosh, guys. You can't see it, but she'd be dipping that knife into the sploosh. (laughs) You're going to make me want it, too. Okay, but anyways, I've been getting a lot of free coffee this week, and it's amazing. It's really just coming in clutch for my parents' credit card. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> you know, the people at Dune really just know me now. It's insane. <laughs> um, but yeah, today, speaking of food and Valentine's Day, I got a package from my best friend who goes to Cornell. Hi, if you're listening, I'm not going to say your name because hashtag anonymous. We're friendly gauchos out here, but I love you. It was the cutest thing ever. Honestly, I think receiving a package in the mail is the greatest feeling in the entire world, but especially when it's unexpected. I woke up this morning and got an email that I got a package and I was so excited. And then I called her and she was like, yeah, that might have been me. And, um, no, so friggin' cute. Like a teddy bear, all Valentine's Day themed things, so much chocolate. And then my mom is sending me a package of Japanese sweets and candy. We're gonna down that. That sounds so, so good. good. Like literally from Japan. And on top of all of that, besides like the funky stuff that you can only get in Japan, she also is sending me strawberry Kit Kats. Oh. Yes, yes, mom queen. Clutch. I know. Yes, mom. I love her. Hi, mom. We love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be. We're gonna be eating so many Japanese snacks and all of my Cornell chocolates from my bestie. We're I'm really, so excited. We're really getting like a world tour with all these candies. <laughs> I love that Ithaca is part of a world tour. <laughs> it's not California. It's part of the world tour. That's true. But yeah. West Coast, best coast. Come visit. Come visit, baby. <laughs> I had to do that little never eat soggy waffles thing. And I was like, wait, is she saying New York New- New- <clears throat> is the best coast or Cal? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> eat soggy waffles. I, you know, I had to do it in my head. I was like, which where, West Coast? Can you I- tell your left from your right easily or no? Um, Sometimes. Only sometimes. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, you yeah. can't? Yeah. Oh, wow. Sometimes I can. But I also That's think, really cool. like, can you tell it right away? Left yeah. and right? Okay. I For can- the most part, sometimes. I think. But, like, if someone, like, if I'm driving and someone's, like, take a left, sometimes I'll accidentally take a right. Really? It's really, yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that that affects, like, your ability to distinguish right from left. It might not. But, like, that's the stereotype. Maybe, I just think some people don't do it as well as others. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. I'm, like, in thought <laughs> about that now. <laughs> That's, like, really scary on the road if that's a thing. I mean, it's fine. I can correct myself. It gets kind of annoying because I have some friends who know it and will be, like, in a neighborhood and they'll be, like, take a right and I will start taking a right and they'll be, like, other right and I'll, like, second guess myself and, like, oh. overcorrect and it, like, it, like, really freaks me out and they're like, well, I don't even know how to drive, so. 
Oh my god, no. You one ups me there. Anonymous friend will remain anonymous, but you know who I'm talking about. I'm signaling yes. a letter at you. Yes. Okay. Um, she's always telling me that she wishes that she she not wishes, but she's begging me to promise her that I will never drive a car because on the bike, I just like because I'm from New York, I don't have any sense of rules on the road for me it's like I go everyone else figure it out and I'll turn on red lights like I won't signal I'll just like go 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 and she is so terrified of me driving a car but it's fine like I feel like I'll put in the work to learn it yeah and it's like a car is different from a bike like when I'm biking I'm definitely more. we have the right of way here yeah we have the right of way everywhere and I'm much less cautious on a bike than I am in a car if someone hits me with a bike I'm not gonna die I'll get hurt maybe but if you get in a car crash you could get seriously injured you're not gonna bikes aren't that dangerous wait if someone hits you with a bike can you sue them probably Enough to pay college tuition. No. I'm, I'm gonna I was like, I'm gonna go stand in the bike path. I'm go stand all in the day. middle of the roundabout <laughs> at like 12 Do you understand? They do not give a fuck. They will go. They don't even yield. The it's so annoying. The at the roundabout, like no one yields. Please no. yield. At least you know that. That's good. I know. I respect the yield. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> that's the only rule I'm gonna respect. <laughs> but um my last, my last thing that I want to say about this week. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to Billie Eilish's new song for the James Bond movie? No. Are you into James Bond? Uh, no. Really? You don't like action stuff? I kind of do. Like it's fine. I'm not not into it. It's just I won't. I won't watch it out of my own incent initiative. I won't watch it out of my own initiative. But if someone puts it on, I'll watch it. Interesting. I don't think that's the right word. I was literally. This is so funny. I watched Skyfall. I think uh-huh. I think I was watching Skyfall um on the airplane pretty recently and I was so into it by the end of it that I was grabbing the back of the seat. Like I'm so <laughs> sorry for the person who was sitting behind me, but I was like my mouth was open like the way I was watching for someone out of context if they were just looking at my facial expressions would have shat their pants because I was I don't know. I was in a different planet. I was so on the edge of my seat, literally, like, holding on to the plane. They probably thought we were crashing. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Anyways, so I'm really into James Bond. The song is incredible. I think Phineas is musical genius. But do, have you listened to Phineas's music in general? No. You're joking. No. I feel like it would be I'll your vibe. Yeah, well, I'll listen. To, I'll listen. I'll make you listen to it after this. It's okay. so good. Okay. Okay, but the main topic I think we want to talk about today is introversion versus extroversion. That's not even a joke. Why would I do that? I don't know. Okay. I liked it, though. No, I know. I vibed with it. It made me happy. (laughs) I don't even think I did it well, but. Okay. Hashtag introvert or extrovert? What do your personality tests tell you? Okay, so I have gotten both, but I self-identify as an introvert. What about you? It's really funny because for a while growing up, I had, I was so proud of being an extrovert just because mm-hmm. I felt I was so outgoing and I talked to people and I was really sociable. But I feel 
pretty introverted on a deeper level, you know? Okay. But that doesn't make sense because does that mean I've been living a lie my whole life or I'm just desired to be an introvert but as actually an extrovert? I don't know. It's weird. It definitely is weird. I think it's more of a spectrum than, like, what you are and what yeah, you're not. Yeah, I, I just think everyone's an ambivert. No, I think that's definitely true, and I there's probably some theory that proves that is true. But um, I also think it's very day-to-day. It's very... Yeah, it's everything's very, relative, like yeah. Einstein once said. Like Einstein once said. E equals MC boy. squared, baby, equals personality. <laughs> e equals MC personality. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um... We took the Enneagram test recently. I didn't even know what that was. Can you explain what it is if, if they don't know it? Okay, so Enneagram test, I'm really not qualified to really speak about it too much. Um, probably your best bet is to just look it up, but basically- That's to- what my dad tells me. Every time I ask a question, he goes, just Google it. <laughs> That's so annoying. I know, I'm like, <laughs> I just want to know. At least, yeah, at least give the gist. Um, but basically, so you're given numbers, I think, one through nine, and they each correspond to a different- um, like, a different type of personality, and you can have, like, for example, so my personality was, I was a type two. Both of us were. Both of us were type twos, which is where it gets interesting, because we're very different people. Like, we get along, but, like, I feel like we're very different. We have to talk about, we have to unpack why we're very different. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But keep going. But, um, so, you can have wings, which are basically personalities. I think they're personalities you're similar to. So I was either a one wing or a two wing one or a two wing three. Um, I think I was a three and you were one. Or was I the one and you the three? I got two wings. Oh. I think. Maybe. I might be getting this completely wrong, but you can get wings. That's what you're close to. Um, basically, it's just different personality traits. Um, and it's kind of interesting because from the personalities, they break it down into personality types that have a healthy type of that personality and personality types that have an unhealthy type of that personality. So no personality is objectively good or objectively bad. You can have like you can be an unhealthy personality type of that one day and, you know, be healthier like the next day or whatever, depending on your mood or like, you know, whatever is going on. Basically equals MC squared. Basically equals MC squared. It's all relative. <laughs> We got number twos. We got number twos, which basically, um, if you would like to chime in at any point, I am so bad at retaining information. So if I say anything that's incorrect or needs to be elaborated on. Don't worry. If anything, I don't remember this as well as you because I'm not very good. You're way more into the personality test than I am. I'm more of a I'm going to try to be a philosopher psychologist in <laughs> one and make shit up <laughs> about why I do certain things. That's fine. Um, okay, but yeah. So basically it said twos. Don't forget to mention the creepy part. I don't know why they got so intense. The creepy part about like manipulating? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's like an unhealthy two. So basically twos are like, they really, they're people people, which is not me, but my friend <laughs> is a people person. I think you're, is that a fair statement? You're a people person. You're good with people. Is that, I'd say I am. Yeah. You're a people person. You're definitely a people I person. I had someone, I had someone I met like twice tell me that if I was going to have any job, it would be in marketing. And I was. You could so be in marketing. That would. Really? Yeah, no, you could. Dude, you could woo over anyone. You could woo over. I don't know. I can't think of a good analogy. Um. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But basically. That was bad. No, that was like great. Okay. You can woo over anyone. <laughs> okay. Um, 
No, but okay. Basically, recap, we're both number twos. I'm definitely a people person, but continue. So we're not, we're both people, or she's a people person. I'm not so much a people person. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. I'm just a little bit more on that. It takes me a little while to warm up to people, get on their speed or whatever. Anyways, but twos really like to help people and they really like to make people feel welcome and loved. It's kind of how we receive validation. It's yeah. How exactly. Yeah. We feel validated by helping other people and seeing their them be happy by our doing, which I guess is kind of selfish in a way. But that leads into the creepy part that you should explain. The creepy part. So like I said before, there are unhealthy versions of personalities and healthy versions of personalities. Healthy versions of twos would be, I like to see people succeed for the sake of them succeeding. Unhealthy is um, manipulating them. So like if you, you do something for the purpose of them liking you or something, and if you don't get the response you want, then you get angry. Let's say you like... You, you go buy someone like a sandwich or something because they said they were hungry um, and you and, and you, they don't say thank you or and, something or appreciate what you did yeah. for them. Then you get mad. Then you get really mad, even if they didn't ask you to. And you thought and, you know, they didn't even want a sandwich. Like, of course, it's a nice gesture, but they might not even have wanted the sandwich and you get pissed like um, really bad, like really bad. And basically, the only reason you gave them the sandwich was to make them like you. That would be a manipulative, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that sometimes playing. Like, I don't know. I feel like a tad, like a tad of that is right. Where I can see myself sometimes feeling a little upset if someone doesn't acknowledge something nice I did for them. But it goes back to the thing where if you're doing something out of kindness or just to help someone, you're not supposed to expect anything in return. Mm-hmm. But is it expecting something in return if it's, like, a simple thank you and, like, an appreciation, not expecting them to do something back for you, like, get you a gift in return kind of thing? Like, what 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 is the standard for what you should expect back? In, or, like, what is expecting something back? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's, yeah. I don't know. I would, maybe it varies from... Like, maybe the other person is just a bitch for not saying thank you for the sandwich. Yeah, like, personally, I just say, like, saying thank you is enough. Cool. That's good. I'm not expecting anything in Yeah, exactly. So even though I'm a people-people person and I, like, have, I don't know, am technically a number two, I don't think that I'd ever... It's not a manipulation to feel... Well, I guess the manipulation is just an intense way of saying that you... If, if a person consistently doesn't acknowledge what you're doing for them, you're going to try really hard to get them to appreciate what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But then out of anger. and yeah. But the anger is probably rooted in feeling like you're a shit person because they're not acknowledging what you're doing. Yeah. Because that's your fuel for validation. Yeah. But that's so sad. I wish like I could feel validated by my own self. I think, but I think that's where, like, the healthy two comes in, because then you have other mechanisms that make you happy, too. That can't, like, you ha, know, Happy, too. Happy, too. Haha. <laughs> it can't, because that can't be your only, you know, lifeblood. It just, it, it can be, like, a driving motivator in your life, but it can't be, like, someone doesn't say thank you when you, like, you know, buy them a sandwich or whatever. Like, that can't be the thing that makes or breaks your day. You Like, that's being, true. Being a healthy two is having other things 
that make you feel validated, but having helping people be like the main thing. But you have, yeah. a, you have a support system below that. Yeah. Like, this could be completely wrong. This yeah. could be completely wrong. No, totally. We're not justified in talking about this at all. We have zero, <laughs> like, basically no background knowledge. But I think it's interesting. I don't know, just because we did the test and that's what it told us we were. And that's kind of what we, like, took away from it. Um, But either way, I think we can think about how we're, like, introverted and extroverted in general. Just how I think I'm, like, extroverted um a wannabe introvert confused as to like maybe like I don't know that's crazy that what because we are super similar in the sense of how you like explain how you it takes you a while to open up and then I'll chime in about how I feel like that's where we're really similar okay so what I as I was saying earlier we can elaborate so when I'm meeting a new person it usually takes me a few weeks to kind of warm up to them and get to the point where I feel like I can have unfiltered conversation with them. Maybe I'm just shy. I'm guessing I'm just shy. I think that's really the gist of it. Um, But where were you going to go with that? I was going to say that um, you said we were really different because I am seemingly super extroverted and super outgoing. And it's really easy for me to talk to people when I first meet them. And I, and I kind of, do the whole small talk thing really well even though I feel like it's really exhausting at the end of the day but it it's weird that I seem I come off as a super open book because I'll tell stories about everything like it will it will seem like I have no filter when I first meet you and that I can tell you anything and everything about my life but it's only with very few people that I'm really close to that I'll elaborate on how those things actually make me feel and kind of the deeper meaning behind all the stories I'll tell everyone which is weird because I guess that does make me an extrovert because I still tell people stories I guess I'm more of a storyteller on the on the surface but then it takes me a while to tell people how I really feel okay that we got that in common at least like exactly I I think that's like pretty similar with everyone but even for me even meeting new people like, without, like, the storytelling aspect, I just find it hard to talk to them. Like, even oh, if I'm yeah. talking to them about surface-level stuff, I can't do small talk to save my life. I'm just really? so, I'm so bad at it. I don't know why. I forgot what it was like when I first met you. I don't remember. I kind of do. I forget. Oh, we met. We Did met. you come play Cards Against Humanity? Yeah, today? yeah. That was my deck we used. Right. Yeah. I don't remember, like, I just remember you being super funny and kind of, like, outgoing, so that's weird That's that the, you view yourself that way. Because the first, like, week of school, I was like, I'm gonna, you know, screw it. Are, are, is cursing allowed? Yeah, I, was, I, I, I curse 24 Okay, yeah, no, the first week, I was like, fuck it, like, I want to make friends, um, because being lonely in college sounds really awful, um, yeah, yeah. It's funny that we, you dropped your introversion and I dropped my extroversion when I got to college for the first week. That's really interesting. That's so weird. That's really weird. What did you do the first week? Do you not remember? I was totally not involved in our floor hanging out. Yeah, because I thought I had met my close friends at orientation and I was really focused on spending time with them but regardless I was just not trying to meet new people especially with girls like I was so afraid 
to being a girl gang and just like I don't know it felt so exhausting and I just kept thinking like oh it's gonna happen like cosmically like I'm just gonna meet somebody in that kind of unexpected way and we become best friends I don't have to put myself out there and like meet new people that way and circumstantially versus versus just waiting for the friends to come to me which is funny because I'm an extrovert or I don't know I'm good at like talking to a lot of people but I was just not I I dropped that aspect of myself for the first like two weeks of school and then felt really behind on making friends Hmm. hmm that's really interesting I was the other way around yeah I know no, but like I was. <clears throat> I think it's interesting that when we both got to college, we both dropped our introversion or extroversion or however we identified ourselves to to make friends the way we thought was right. But um, at the end of the day, we did kind of become friends based on circumstance, which is kind of how I went about things when I got here, like to make a friend based on similar interests. But that had nothing to do with introversion and extroversion. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, you, didn't you, you had, like, your friend, you had your campus friend group when you got here. Yeah. And that was, you were, like, you were under the impression that it was, like, cosmic connections. You click with people. Yeah. That's how you make friends. I was, yeah, I was. No, but that's funny because. (laughs) that's funny because you don't think that's how or originally that's not how you thought you made friends or I no, I did in all of high school I was like the way you make friends with people is you will click with a random person at some point and that's how you make friends and I was convinced that's like the only way that you can make friends (laughs) yeah but it's ironic because I don't talk to those people anymore yeah so I don't really know what's right and what's wrong, but I felt like that was a more introverted way of me making friends. I thought I was outgoing at orientation, made those friends, but I think being outgoing and being introverted and extroverted are like different things. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really interesting that you made friends with people that you might have not thought you clicked with right away. And those are the people you're closest with. Because you just kept putting in the effort to get to know them better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think how well you click with someone right off the bat matters too much. Like, it's definitely nice when you click with people right off the bat. But even sometimes those friendships don't work out. Like, I've met people who have really common interests with me. And I think that we're going to be friends for a really long time and things just don't work out. Things fizzle out for whatever reason. Um, And we just don't end up clicking long term. I guess. And then I've met people who I don't click with right away at all. Like it takes me several weeks to, you know, really warm up to them. But how do you want to keep hanging out with them? Because doesn't it feel a little tiring? Honestly, it's usually by like um, in groups. If I'm friends with one person and I get reinvited and I keep talking to like the same person every time, that's that's usually how it happens. But but isn't that a little... I guess is that extroverted of you to like keep putting yourself out there with people you don't click with that's it's I mean a little bit but it's not like I'm I'm like wow I love doing this because it's putting me out of my comfort zone it's putting me out of it's you know it's it's, yeah it's definitely tiring so I don't know if that makes me extroverted but I think 
Well, I do enjoy meeting new people, but I don't enjoy the 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 icebreakers of meeting like a million different people and doing a million different small talks. I don't really enjoy that aspect of it. I think it's like it exhausts my social battery really Me fast. Too. If I like if I go like going out on a Friday night or stuff, it's fun, but it just it just spends you like mentally. It's just like yeah, you, know, you get back and you're like. I don't know how to use my brain anymore. It's like it wasn't even a school day. I was yeah. I was out on the town. Um but sometimes I feel like you kind of have to if you want to make friends, you have to put yourself out there whether you want to or not. Do so, I I always associated like making friends to being introverted and extroverted. But regardless, I just think it's interesting that despite being introverted or extroverted, sometimes you just make friendships based on interest and circumstance. So that's kind of like how we became friends through the whole birthright thing. Yes, it's exactly. Like, it's crazy though because we literally live like next wall to, each to other. like like between like probably an inch wall. We can hear everything we do. Yeah. Especially you can hear me. My, <laughs> the my fucking favorite thing I've ever heard you say was, "Mom, I'm gonna be a nice Jewish <laughs> in Israel." That was so funny. That was so funny. My mom liked that a lot. That was fucking hilarious yeah. <laughs> no yeah so I'm glad I'm, I'm so glad that sometimes interest and circumstance brings people closer mm-hmm. despite your personality type mm-hmm. or whatever I really think that personality type I think it definitely has some merit but I really don't think it has that much to do with how well you're gonna get along with someone yeah it's like because it's it changes from day to day. You can take a personality test one day and it'll say this about you. You can take it the next day when you're in a slightly different mood and it'll say something else about you, just depending on how you're doing that day. So as much fun as they are and as nice as it is to have a test explain you to yourself, I think they definitely are pretty subjective. Um, Like the Enneagram one, um, it is subjective, but at least it does this thing, which is really nice. So I, w- I wouldn't consider myself a seasoned personality test taker. But um, like if any of you have taken the like Myers-Briggs personality test with like INFJ, ENFP, whatever, um, whenever you get your answers, it's all positive. It's all positive things. And like for for Zodiac, it's all positive things, too, for the most part. And I read this paper or something that your brain tends to correlate. If there's just a generalizing positive statement, your brain will correlate with it and be like, that's definitely me. If it's like, you're you, if it says something just like, you're easy to get Mm. along with, then your brain will be like, that's so me. Yeah, Um, that's such a big thing with zodiac signs. Yeah, that's why people, even if like, you can say anything about any sign and their brain will be like, that's so me. That's so funny. Isn't that weird? Yeah, wait, that's so true. Yeah. Um, but like the Enneagram one, I think it's really refreshing that they put some negative characteristics. Oh, in it was there. like really intense. It was really intense. I felt like I was getting like my soul turn out. No, I actually felt really attacked while reading it. I was like, <laughs> that makes me really upset, actually. I know, it made me really uncomfortable when I was reading it. I was like, yeah. like Well, because there it's literally telling you that you're a manipulative son of a bitch and that like you feel validated by selfishly doing kind things to other people and I was like what the hell uh, um 
but yeah no but like also one more thing I think it's really interesting because in my writing class I asked my my professor said that she identified as an introvert but her husband is a super extrovert and that um so I obviously obviously I raised my (laughs) hand to ask the uncomfortable question what's it like being married to an extrovert (laughs) (laughs) I I realize now that's like a very intense question but it's fine um and she was like well I think that we balance each other out like sometimes like I need to be dragged out of the house and like go hang out with people and sometimes like he needs to learn how to be quiet (laughs) 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 like essentially I'm re I'm I'm definitely paraphrasing what you said (laughs) yeah but yeah I don't know I think it's like interesting imagine like but but that's interesting because you said you don't think that that distinguishes like how you get along with someone so I guess that's proof of that yeah I think because there's like, there's this, people say opposites attract, and then they also say that people with similar personality types attract. So I know. where does the truth lie? Wait, I think we talked about this in my social psychology class, but I'm pretty sure that like you tend to like people with similar traits to you okay. more. Interesting. But I don't know if that's like an introversion, extroversion kind of thing. Like how does this person like socialize and make friends? Or if it's, like, uh, we have the same, like, interests in life. It might be. Because you can have the same interests as someone who's, like, introverted or extroverted, you know? Yeah. I think it might be a mix of both, honestly. It just might be a pain in the ass to make plans with them if you're an introvert and they're an extrovert. Because they'll, like, always want to go out. But you're, like, I'd rather sit alone and just chill with you. Yeah. In peace and quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to have a balance. No, I definitely think it is. I guess that, yeah, that can make things harder. Compromise is always hard. Well, compromise is the biggest sign of love to me, I think, because everyone on the low acts selfishly. I think even doing something kind for someone else, like, at the end of the day, very subconsciously, it feels good to just know that you made someone happy. So, in a way, like, you get dopamine. (laughs) You get a little dopamine from... Making someone else happy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You feed off their dopamine but um, it's a nice cycle of giving. <laughs> how about how about um, internet relationships, huh? Oh, <laughs> our next topic. How what are your internet relationships like? My internet relationships. Yeah. Well, I only have one experience. Um, so I guess I guess internet relationships are pretty introverted thing <laughs> to have. I think so. <laughs> I think it's very. I don't know. Um, well, basically, my experience with an internet relationship is, it's been labeled by my friends as an internet relationship. The people involved do not think that it is a relationship. But I met a guy at a party one time, and we got each other's Snapchats, and since that time, we've been Snapchatting, chatting in the chat chat box (laughs) not sending photos of our faces so like I haven't seen his face like since that day at the party basically and we had like 3 a.m conversations like super deep kind of stuff and like this has been going on for over a year and then one time over snapchat he goes 
he moved to he moved back to um a different country for university and he literally told me I don't know why we never hung out when we were back in the city and I was like well I don't know I was kind of just too nervous to ask you to hang out because I wasn't sure how you felt and then he said well I would ask you out now and I was like we literally haven't seen each other's faces in over a year what (laughs) (laughs) and now he like periodically um messages me like hey how are you doing and I guess it's friendly, but I don't know. That's nice. It's like you have a faceless guardian angel watching oh, yeah. over you at In all times. In a fucking different country. It, it, no, that's okay. That's okay. He's still your guardian angel. I love having an angel guardian. That's so cute, though. I really like that. You introverted you. I just think that's sweet. That's so nice. Just having, like, a weird little... He might just be hitting me up on days that he's horny. I hope not. Let's pretend that he genuinely cares about you and would like to maintain the friendship. Same. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna hope that. Same. Same, bro. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning, I'm like, ah, he's back. (gasps) (laughs) If you're wondering what that was about, I just got spoosh dropped all over me. I don't know where I just put it. Wait, where did you put it? I don't know. I think I put it on my Hawaiian roll. Okay, that's fine. These <laughs> pants are clean. <laughs> anyway, no, that's my oh, internet goodness. relationship. My introverted relationship You're- on the internet. This proves it. You're an introvert. Having an internet relationships proves introversion. Breaking grounds. Breaking grounds. Ground. <laughs> Breaking grounds in science. I was going to say breaking ground study instead of groundbreaking study. (laughs) Breaking ground study. (laughs) Earthquake study. Oh, no. (laughs) Seismic activity. (laughs) Wait, is that how you pronounce it? Seismic? Seismic? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, it's getting late for me. It's like 10 (laughs) o'clock. 10.25, excuse me. Wow. Wow. We've been at this for a whole minute. Okay, wait. Okay. But, um... I feel like I'm really interested to know about these Minecraft relationships. Oh, okay. So I was telling my friend here earlier, I had several Minecraft boyfriends. One of them wasn't a boyfriend so much as like... Was it a pixelated boyfriend? No. Well, like we had our Minecraft things and then we also FaceTimed and Skyped and stuff. So... You did an Omegle? No. Do you remember We did Skype. I never used Uvu. We did Skype. I was a big Skyper. Um, Mm. But, um... So my first, he, this wasn't my boyfriend, but we had a bond. We, so his name was Jake. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. I don't think he'll ever listen to Jake. This. If Jake, Minecraft username J55D. If you're listening to this, this is Eliza. I hope you remember me. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Jake, username J55D, you know who I am. Please text me. I think I have the same. Jake from State Farm. Jake from Minecraft. I think I have the same phone number. Just please text me. I miss you. Um, (laughs) That's really funny. Anyways, so we met on a Minecraft Hunger Games server. And we, like, got each other's, like, I think it was, like, kick at the time. We were really young. We were in, like, fifth grade. Maybe it wasn't kick. It was something. It wasn't texting because I had, like, a iPod or something. We got each other something, and we, and we messaged back and forth, and I was, I thought, 
he was so cool. And I think he thought I was so cool because we were best friends for like two years. We like FaceTimed each other like every night. And um, things were so wholesome back then. Things were so wholesome. We'd tell each other about our middle school drama and all this other stuff. And it was great. And then he just stopped talking to me. I don't know what happened, but I was really sad. Um, anyways, that's Jake, J55D. Once again, you know who I am. Um, feel free to text me, Snapchat me, Instagram DM me. I don't care what it is. Minecraft you. you. Minecraft me? Dude, I don't have the same account anymore. Damn it. I know. And then this other guy. I don't even know his name. Oh, his name is Nelly. He Nelly? Yes. Interesting. I know. And he um he I met him on some server. I don't remember how. And I got his Skype. And then he was like, hey, wanna be my Minecraft babe? And I was like, okay. And so from there, we became Minecraft girlfriend and boyfriend. And I would FaceTime him and Skype him all the time. And he would always yell at his mom in Spanish. And they'd get into really loud arguments in Spanish for like 15 minutes while I was on FaceTime. Um, anyways, I don't know what happened there. Um, things ended. And then another Minecraft boyfriend. We actually ended up getting married. Um, so I have a Minecraft oh. marriage somewhere. I hope Did he knows. Did cert- like a certificate? No, or? but I hope he's not bitter about our divorce. lack of divorce. But... My, I guess my infidelity, <laughs> I, I hope he's not bitter. Um, I don't remember his name, but I remember we made a Minecraft wedding and I had one of my friends from home be the priest and it was really sweet. It was really nice. Um, and so that's that. Um, those are all of my internet relationships, but it's just, I like how they all stemmed from Minecraft. Minecraft was such a time. I did not Minecraft, but there was a girl in my middle school who's obsessed with it literally like on it 24 7 and I remember being like I'm not tech savvy enough for this and I'm still <laughs> not tech savvy for anything so bro Oy. you're missing out I'm missing out on the minecraft do you ever want me to make you a um I just want to experience a minecraft relationship I think get you might be a little it. too old for that now damn that makes me sad you can we can try we can set you up you know, gotta gotta be introverted a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Gotta explore that side of me. Exactly. You gotta My innate it. introversion discovered through Minecraft. That's I think that's how I discovered my introversion. I was so antisocial in elementary school and middle school. I played Minecraft like all day. Wow, that is so cute. You think so? Yeah, that's so woo-woo. That's so woo-woo. So woo-woo. Woo-woo. <laughs> Okay. I'm really, okay, I'm really glad that you think that's cute. I was afraid you were going to be like, wow. <laughs> wow, actually, like, please don't go on Birthright anymore or <laughs> live with leave. me next year. I just took you off the lease. <laughs> just kidding. Literally, it would never, ever, ever. Oh, you're so sweet. I ooh you too much. Ew, you play Minecraft? Let me just sploosh you really quick. Oh, God. Yum, I did drop sploosh on you. <laughs> okay. Anyways, before you continue listening to us talk about sploosh Hawaiian rolls and Minecraft relationships, <laughs> I think it's time to call it a night. Thank you for being on this. I'm of sure course. you're going to be back. We're going to have to do Birthright on Birthright yes, podcast. We can get our other friend in. I hope you feel cosmically connected, that your chakras <laughs> are aligned. We'll catch you next week. This is Cosmic Connections. Hellish wavy baby.
Peace Say- out. <laughs> Girl, Girl Scout. Scout. <laughs> Bye.